Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are doing our special episode focused solely on the award ceremony that happened yesterday, well, the whole day yesterday, uh, surrounding the Princess of Girona Foundation, the awards that were delivered yesterday, as well as some of the other events that took place. So I genuinely have no idea how long this episode is going to be. Um, I'm pretty happy with like the research I did and the, the thought out process but I'm not sure how long it's going to be. I hope it's not more than a half hour. Um, like that's the maximum I want it to be. Ideally it would be like 20 minutes or so. And it might be, I don't know. Um, because I did some research and then I just also have some like anecdotal things to say. Um, so we'll see what it actually ends up being, but I did of course want to spend some time just talking about this. Um, so the reason I know yesterday's episode was kind of light, um, but the reason I wanted to do it this way is one, um, the Princess of Astorius Awards gets like its own thing. Um, last year I did go ahead and give it its own episode. Um, and it's normally this, this award ceremony is a couple of like a couple days worth of events. This time it was only one. Um, which I had known ahead of time that it more than likely would be, um, but I was just really holding out hope for some things to happen this morning that didn't, and that's okay. Um, it was just sad for me, but it was a lot of events in one day, and I really wanted to be able to give it, like, the same amount of attention that I give the Princess of Astorias Awards, even though the two things are kind of different, um they shouldn't be as different as they are, is my thinking. So that is why one of the reasons why we're doing this. The other reason is not everybody wants to hear me fangirl. Um, And yesterday there was like a lot going on that also needed to be talked about. So it was like, well, I'll just save all my fangirling and like the long-winded stuff on Spain for today um, in its own special episode. And if people listen, great. And if people don't, that's fine too. Um, you know, it. we'll see what happens. I will say like last year doing this for the Princess of Astoria's Awards, it did kind of just as normal as my normal episodes, my daily episodes. So I thought it was just a way to focus more on what happened. Um, and also like I can fangirl all I want about the Spanish royal family because I don't feel as um, as much of a need to be neutral, which I, I'm not neutral. Like, there are a lot of things that I'm very not neutral on, um, but I do in my daily episodes try to remain neutral and try and keep it focused solely on, like, the events that happened and their, the ways they impact the royals. Um, but sometimes I don't do that, but other times like, and, but I still try to do that, but 
I don't need to because I'm not a journalist. I'm just a fangirl. Um, so I get to do that in this capacity a little bit more than I do other ways. So anyway, um, I've broken this down into technically five categories. Um, two of them are like kind of the same. So, um, I wanted to start with like a history of the foundation of the Princess of Girona, or I think it's Princess of Girona Foundation, um, in English. It's Foundation Princess of Girona in Spanish is like how the words are. Um, but it means the exact same thing. So, um, this foundation was actually created in 2009. So it is, I guess, 11 years old now. Nope, 12 years old. It was 10 in 2019. Um, and it was created with various organizations in the Catalonia Autonomous Community to create a foundation that is similar um, and holds the name of, at the time, the Prince of Girona, um, which is a title for the heir to the throne. It's the secondary title um, of the heir to the throne, uh, heir to the Spanish throne. So their primary title is Prince or Princess of Astorius, and then um, Prince or Princess of Girona, Prince or Princess of Vi Viana, Vi Vienna, it's not Vienna, Viana, and then like a couple more titles. There's a lot of titles. Um, I do know, I probably know them all, but we'll just go with the ones that say Prince or Princess at the top. Um, so that is a long-standing tradition at this point, um, but it was when all the Spanish different, like, um, when Spain became, became more united um, under the Catholic kings, that is when this happened. And by when I say Catholic kings, I mean Ferdinand and Isabella, just so you all know. Um, so they wanted to create something similar to what the Princess of Astorius Foundation had become, um, only a little bit different. So they wanted the intention of the foundation to provide support for young people and all of their endeavors. Um, so there are three focus points of the foundation. They want to um, recognize exemplary role models of young people, which is what the award ceremony does. Um, so every winner of a Princess of Girona award is under 35, um, and it's been that way since the start. So that's one. Two, um, they want to increase employability of young people, so they hold different, um, they're called like talent, um, talent rescues, but they also um, will hold various like events throughout the year. Um, usually they happen around the same time as the awards, but either they didn't happen this year or something. I still haven't figured it out. Um, or they'll happen like later on, but it is a, a way to like come up with ideas and, um, really talk about employability. <laughs> and then they also have like training, trainer training. So like educator, um, various people who are in charge of shaping young minds. Um, so teachers primarily, but other 
things along the other professions along those lines as well. Um, they have trainings for them and they're starting this new thing. Um, they've been doing it for like a year now where I think they're placing um, participants in classrooms and like giving them hands-on experience in a way that is very um, focused towards the mission of FPDGI or the foundation. Um, so that, I think those are really noble goals. And then, so those are the goals, right, to really just assist with young people. Um, they, the honorary president of the foundation is Leonor, princess of Astorias and Girona. Um, however, she is a child and is in school herself and is now, you know, in a little under two months, moving to Wales for two years to study. Um, and so during this time and probably throughout some of her college experience, I don't know, um, King Felipe is serving as honorary chair right now in place of his daughter, which is fine. Um, it makes perfect sense because she's a child and needs to be focusing on school. So um, that is a little background on the foundation. So the first thing that I really wanted to dive into is there were actually like four events yesterday, um, all to do with the, all culminating in the award ceremony last night. So um, first, the Spanish royal family, so King Felipe, Queen Leticia, the Princess of Astorias, and Infanta Sofia, all met, had a meeting with like the previous winners of the awards, which this is something that happens every year. This group, obviously, because there's five every year, keeps growing. Um, and it's very interesting to see them all in a room and it's just like ever expanding. It's lovely. Um, and because, you know, especially for like Felipe and Leticia, they've been seeing these people every year for 12 years. Well, 11 years because we did have a pandemic in there um but the they have really good they have formed really good relationships with them even um the girls with the one uh with the winners from 2019 which is the first year they attended like had a good rapport with those 2019 winners um so they did they had a meeting it's it's never really shared what is talked about in this meeting but I think that's okay, um, you know, just different ways that these people's work specifically has continued, um, how it's evolved, and also like different ways I'm sure to support new young people. Um, it's all very cool. So that was the first event. And then after that, uh, King Felipe held or met with, um, Francis Arnold, who is the 2018 Nobel Laureate in Chemistry, um, who was going to be taking part in the ceremony yesterday, um, and did. She took part in it. Um, so she, like I said, she won the 2018 Nobel Prize for Chemistry. Um, she currently serves as a elite professor of chemical engineering, bioengineering, biochemistry, and biochemistry at Caltech. She is also the director of one of their, like, programs. Um, she also, she, additionally, she serves on, 
or she is the co-chair of the president, the U.S. president's uh, Council of Advisors on Science and Technology. So she um, was named to that post during the transition um, and takes part in like regularly scheduled, probably uh, Zoom calls and stuff right now um, because the White House is super COVID friendly. But on briefing President Biden on science and technology or briefing staff of the White House on that as well. Um, so that is that was really cool. And she alluded to some of that in her um, like the little talk that she gave during the speech. Um, so that was next. And then uh, after that, um, it was kind of like a few hours, like a few hour break. Um, King Felipe arrived to the location of um, the award ceremony. So kind of behind all of this, so this is all taking place in Barcelona. Um, the event with the winners and with Francis Arnold were all held at like the official residence of the Spanish royal family in Barcelona, um, which... I was going to talk about this in a second, but Girona is a place in Catalonia. Um, it is a city. However, all of these events are taking place in Barcelona um, because King Felipe is actually a persona non grata in Girona um, for very complicated political reasons that mostly have to do with Catalonian independence. Um, but since that was made a thing, um, the foundation, uh, the award ceremony has been held in Barcelona. It did used to be in Girona, um, but they were very angry about um, the response of everybody to the Catalonian referendum. Um, and so the city council made a vote and King Felipe is persona non grata, so he can't go. Um, it's messy, and that's also why they stay, uh, in the palace in Barcelona, because, so typically they have, like, in some places we'll stay in a hotel, um, like, they don't always stay in the autonomous community's, like, residence for them. Um, it's been happening a little bit more, but for the most part, they really don't. Uh, but for security reasons, they need to when they're in Barcelona, if they're sleeping there or um, even like needing to have time because that's where the Guardia Real or the Royal Guard can protect them the most. Um, it's really scary when they go to Barcelona, you guys. I don't like it. Um, King Felipe arrived to the Barcelona location uh, where the awards were held on his own with Leonor and her sister and mother uh, in, an, in a separate car. King Felipe and Leonor almost always drive separately for official, like always for official things, but like they weren't even in the same motorcade for safety reasons. Um, so anyway, okay. That was my little tangent on their safety. Um, so King Felipe arrived to the Coxa, uh, I think it's Coxa? Kixa? I don't know. Um, it's a bank, anyway, is and it um, they are based in Barcelona. 
Um, so he arrived to their forum location um, and uh, initially took on a meeting, uh, led a meeting of the Board of Trustees for the Princess of Girona Foundation. Um, and then after the meeting, by this point, Queen Letizia, Princess, uh, Prin Princess Leonor, and Sophia had made it to the location as well. So then they met with the advisory council and took a couple like official pictures. Um, and then came the ceremony, um, so the official award ceremony. Um, so if you follow the Spanish royal family, you will know maybe a little bit about the Princess of Astorius Awards. It's a very formal thing. Um, it's more similar to like a Nobel Prize ceremony. Um, in that it's a series of speeches and it's not super interactive like um, the royal family and the president of the community of Astorius as well as the president of the foundation will sit at a, like a table um, and then King Felipe will basically just announce each speech um, and then the awards are handed out and then there's more speeches and then uh, now Leonor will give a speech and then Felipe will give a speech and that's the end. Um, what I like about the Princess of Girona award ceremony is that it's very, um, interactive. So there are roundtable discussions and, um, there was the conversation between Francis Arnold and a, a Spanish, uh, she won the Princess of, Astor uh, Princess of Girona awards, um, in science and technology or science and innovation or scientific research I think um and so they had a conversation about science and this is where Francis Arnold talked some political things that I'm really not going to go into but like anyway um no she was great and like her political beliefs very much aligned with mine um but there's time and the place and in front of need to be neutral people that was not the time or the place um I can't guarantee that if I were ever in front of them, though, I wouldn't say the same things. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's just much more fun and interactive, and it shows off, like, the talented young people that the awards have been given to before. Um, there was a violinist who won the Arts Award, um, who played a couple of violin songs. Um, there was a, I guess they were a trip, a, a I don't know what those are called when there's only three, but it was a violin, a cello, and an accordion, and they played the, um, it's called Adios No Nino. It's a song. Um, the reason I know it fairly well is because it was played at King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima's wedding, um, and almost every big event since then for them. Um, and it was just, it's beautiful. And so that, that happened. Um, there are little, like, video segments and video introductions of the winners. It's just very interactive and very different than, um, the Princess of Astoria's Awards. I don't think one is necessarily better than the other. I do, in all honesty, I prefer, I don't, I don't know. I think I prefer... The Princess of Astorius Awards a little bit more, but I think I I look at that from a as a person who's learning Spanish. It's slower paced, so 
that's, I think, the only reason. I really enjoyed the ceremony. The problem for me was that it went really fast and all in Spanish and some Catalan. And, like, I'm not fast enough for that. So I think that's maybe my problem. Maybe maybe next year all my Spanish will be better. I'll still never know Catalan. Um, although I'm picking up on some words in Catalan. Just a... By proxy of it being similar enough to Castilian Spanish. Um, so... That is kind of how the first part of the segment went. Then the awards are handed out after everyone has been, like, video announced. Um, and then the award winners. So typically, they will send one representative to give the speech on behalf of all five of the winners in a normal year. This year actually covered the 2020 awards and the 2021 awards. So there were a total of 10 winners. Nine were present because <laughs> one lives in uh, the Netherlands, I think. And instead of just sending one person, they all took a turn and said some things. And it was very cool um, and really collaborative. And I think just like, it was kind of cool. It was kind of awesome um, because each person got to say a little something and talk about like the importance of the work. And I just really appreciated it. Um, and then Leonor gave her speech, which we'll talk about in a second. Felipe gave, gave his speech, and then it was over. So Leonor's speech, and this is where I go into fangirl mode, because you guys, I swear, every time this girl does something, it's like she improves on her last thing a hundred Like, she just improves tenfold. Like, she just doubles how good she is every single time um and so of course that comes with age and practice and confidence and all of that I understand um but like this was of course by far um I would say the most mature speech she's given the most passionate probably the longest in terms of actual length as well um like time it took it still, like, her dad is giving 25-minute speeches, and I think this one was maybe, like, five. But still, like, we're definitely, she's she's getting there. This one is all in Catalan. She does it in Catalan, um, which isn't necessary. I mean, I would say it's not necessary. It is. It is necessary that she demonstrates she can speak in Catalan. Like, that's super important. Um but most of the people there spoke Castilian, which is what you and I, average Joe, unless you're from Spain, um, what you and I, average Joe, think of as Spanish. Um, and it, she just, like, she is somehow the perfect mix of her parents when they speak. Like, she is very to the point like her mother, but also, like, very composed and very, um direct and like just amazing like her dad is when he gives speeches that are really important like this like I don't know it just was so good and she talked about the importance of like um young people so like my generation because we're adults um you know how 
important like today's work is towards the future um, is almost a direct quote, not perfect direct quote, but pretty flippin' close. Um, and it just is so impressive every single time. Um, and then like, in addition to that, the pride of this girl's family is just the cutest. So first of all, we don't see a lot of situations. There are some, but there aren't a ton of like two, like the heir to the throne and then a singular sibling. There are some, of course, but for the most part, like they all have multiple beyond. Um, like the, I hate calling them this, but the heir and the spare, like there will be a couple of spares. Um, but obviously Leonor and Sophia are it and that's fine. Um, it's not like a judgment or anything. The reason I'm saying this is because in, in the few cases of where there are two, there's an heir and then a spare. I still hate using that, but that's like the best way to get my point across. Um, the spare, quote unquote, the younger of the two always has some sort of moment where they're not sure how they fit because they've been raised in a very similar manner, but like at some point those two paths have to split, right? So that's some of what we're seeing with like the Duke of Cambridge and Duke of Sussex now, because for so long their paths were the same um, and just really recently, I would say in the past five years since William took on the role of being a full-time working royal, did those paths really start to diverge? Well, for Leonor and Sophia, Sophia is, like, she doesn't seem to have that yet. I get that they are 15 and 14. Like, they're young. I understand that. But, like, she is the most supportive little sister in the world. Like, she, every time Leonor gives a speech, any time, like, Leonor is in the spotlight, she's so proud of her sister and like, doesn't, it doesn't seem to bother her that, like, she's not in the spotlight. I think she's gotten very okay with it. Um, I think she's always been okay with it since, like, their brains could comprehend what their futures were. Um, like, just, and then she's so proud of her. Like, Leonor finished her speech, went and sat down, and the first thing, like, the first thing that happens is Sophia grabs her hand before Leonor even sits down just to, like, congratulate her. Like, it's so cute. They're just perfect. Um, see, this is why I have this in a whole separate thing. Um, King Felipe made mention at the beginning of his speech, like, just how much he agreed with, like, everything she said. Um, you know, and just the pride and just, like, how capable she is. You know, I think everyone was, for so long, the narrative in Spain was like, the girls were being hidden. They weren't showing up. They weren't doing things. I can even, um, in doing this podcast, like the Spanish media were railing that Leonor and Sophia hadn't been out in like the public in that first month of the pandemic. So everyone else had kind of been around. They had done something every other child um 
of a monarch or an heir to the throne in general, like a royal child, had been kind of seen. And for Leonor and Sophia, they didn't make an appearance till late April. Um, and then once they did, they didn't stop. Like, you saw other royal children once during that time. Um, and after April, like, the girls had something every month. Like, they were super present. Um, and are continuously impressive every time they're out about. So, like, I don't know. Also, I've just learned that that's, like, the Spain thing is to be up in arms about something and then, like, for no reason up in arms about something. And then the Spanish royal family don't necessarily respond to it, but, like, when something happens, they just go above and beyond. Um, I don't know. It's just the nature of Spain, I guess, from what I'm learning. Um... So it was just wonderful and like also everybody looked really good. Like I don't talk about fashion, but I think the girls were both in appropriate for the situation clothing, like just amazing. Queen Letizia has given me two rewears in the past two days that I've been waiting for. So I'm, you know, grateful. <laughs> I don't know. I was very happy to see some of the dress she had la on last night. Um, it's what I wanted her to wear for the state dinner uh, with South Korea, but I, the dress we got was okay. But then this one was like great. So anyway, that is my rundown on the Princess of Girona Foundation Awards and about the foundation itself. Um, again, I just wanted to be able to talk at this length about it um, because it's a really special thing. Um, there are a lot of events that are combined with it. So this will be in July, the first of probably two or three of these special events. So the next one for sure um, is going to be on, um, it's going to come out uh, July 24th, probably. Um, but it's going to focus on all the July 22nd events that the Norwegian royal family took on in uh, commemoration of the 10th anniversary of the terrorist attacks in Norway. Um, depending on the busyness of the... Um, day of the 14th, we may do a Victoria Doggin special, which is Crown Princess Victoria of Sweden's birthday celebration. Um, but that's more dependent on the day because it's one of, it's a couple of events, but if the day is really slow, it'll just be combined with the episode because it's not like a 30 minute thing. Um, that one would probably be like 20 or so. But anyway, so that is why I like to do these. The Princess of Astorius Awards will get one this year, of course, as well. Um, the Nobel Prize will probably get one because that's like days worth of events in two countries. So if there's a Nobel Prize ceremony and a banquet and all of that stuff this year, um, that'll be its own sep separate event. The reason there wasn't one last year is because there was no Nobel Prize ceremony last year. So we'll see. Um, what all of that entails. But, um, and then they just kind of sporadically pop up when there are big things that we need to talk about for longer lengths of time. 
So anyway, um, that is all for this special episode. Um, I have already put the pictures on thedailyroyal.com um, and the Daily Royal podcast or Daily Royal Instagram. Sorry, it's getting I'm getting tired apparently. Um, I also have the live stream linked on the YouTube, which is Daily Royal Podcast. Um, it's in. I didn't upload the video. I just used the probably Casa Real's version um, and put it in a playlist called Spanish Royal Family. It has all the events, including some that I've uploaded, but also just like events that they have uploaded um, that I throw in there. So it's all in one place. Um, and yeah, that is the day. It was wonderful. Um, I really enjoyed it. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode and I will talk to you all. I will be back on Monday. So I will talk to you all then. Have a great rest of your weekend. Bye.